0: Important advanced stats on Jalen Waddell and Deontay Johnson and why the number one wide receiver in fantasy is going to stay that way after week four, right now on FFT and five. What's up, everybody? Welcome to our Saturday show. we got advanced stats with Jacob Gibbs here of Sportsline. Jacob has great content for you at Sportsline.com, which is extremely affordable and pays for itself if you like some gambling advice and fantasy advice. So head on over there, Sportsline.com. Okay, Jacob, so first of all, we have Jalen uh, Waddle. Not Jacob Waddle, but Jalen Waddle. 12 catches on 13 targets last week for 58 yards. What a weird <laughs> stat line for Jalen Waddle, this big play guy. But now he gets the Colts, and what kind of matchup is this for him?
1: Uh, this is a matchup that sets up for him to do pretty similar to what we saw last week. I think we're going to see a lot of short yardage targets uh, just funneled to Jalen Waddle um, because of the way that you know the Colts line up defensively, their schemes... Um, are really built to prevent deep passing and just kind of funnel targets in the middle of the field. Um, They use zone coverage over 70% of the time, and uh, they rank in the top five in the NFL in like two deep safety sets as well. Um, And so typically we've seen, you know, this has not been with Jacoby Burset, but we've seen uh, Devontae Parker and Will Fuller both be targeted at a significantly lower rate when facing um, zone coverage as opposed to man. And so, I just given the scheme here, I would not expect those two to see um, very many downfield looks. I think it's just going to be really concentrated on Waddle. Um, and for what it's worth, Waddle has um, been significantly better versus zone this year. Obviously, that's a small sample size. But if you go back and look at his college numbers, it's the same. He's been better versus zone than man, which is actually pretty unusual um, for stud receivers in college. Most of the time, they're just so much more dominant than a college cornerback. It's just easy for them to get open versus man. Um, but Waddle has been better versus zone. And so I just think the way that his route tree sets up, we could see him just peppered with targets here again. And really it's just been really exciting the way they're using him. Um, he's second in the NFL in uh pre motion uh, or pre snap motion usage, um, which is just really a good indicator Um, players that are used in uh, pre snap motion are targeted at a 33% higher rate. Um, and then also this is a really surprising one. He's been targeted on 40% of his routes in the red zone, which is the fourth highest mark among our receivers. So just an exciting time to to be a Jalen Waddle owner, for sure, because they're getting him the ball as much as they can. And this matchup seems like another one that sets up really well for him.
0: Okay, well, how about Deontay Johnson, who is going to play this week? That's good news, facing the Green Bay Packers. And what about this matchup for him? And hopefully he'll avoid Jair Alexander.
1: Yeah, so Jair hasn't been shadowing as much, which is definitely good news. Um, but he is going to be on the left side, which is where uh, Deontay typically runs the majority of his routes from. Um, but I just think the way the Green Bay's defense sets up, um, they also play a ton of zone. Um, I don't think Jair is going to be too much of a concern here. Um, and just what we've seen from Deontay, it's only been two games, but it's just been building off of what we saw last year. Um, if you listen to, you know, Adam and I talk about this during the offseason at all, targets per right run is one of my favorite stats. And Deontay is like on a Michael Thomas-like trajectory. That's the best comparison for what we've seen through his first two careers or his first two uh, years. And last year, he was at 27.5%. This year, it's all the way up to 31.4% in his first two games. Um, and so now he's facing a Green Bay defense that, again, really, like Indianapolis, really, really funnels targets to the short uh, area of the field. They actually have the lowest opponent average depth of target of any team um, in neutral situations. And so I think that's really going to favor Deontay and, and Juju if he plays. Um, those are the guys that typically do see, you know, the lower uh, yardage route depth and uh, and targets. Um, so I, I'm really, really excited for him. Deontay has been uh, one of the best receivers in the entire NFL versus zone coverage. He's one of the few perimeter receivers that's actually seen his efficiency go up versus zone. Most uh, perimeter receivers are much better versus man. Um, so I think it's a really good spot for him. And we saw, I mean, Pittsburgh dropped back to pass over 60 times last week, and they're, you know, seven-point underdogs here. If they pass 58 times and Deontay sees, the you know, the percentage of those targets that he has been, like, this Could be a career high game for him in terms of targets and catches. Like, he could legitimately see like 20 targets in this spot, which is nuts. <laughs>
0: could be Najee Harris levels of yeah, targets right, yeah. 19 last week. All right, finally, uh, what about um Cooper Cup? So, Cup is top receiver in fantasy so far, facing the Cardinals, and he's also the most expensive wide receiver on FanDuel this week. I'm not sure about DraftKings, but is mm-hmm. he worth the money?
1: I think he is. Yeah, I mean, in terms of what we have here on paper, this matchup sets up absolutely perfectly for Cup. You really couldn't draw up a better matchup than the Cardinals. Um, so since the start of 2020, the Cardinals have the third lowest opponent um, passer rating on passes that travel 15 or more air yards. They really. They also have the lowest completion rating on deep passes at 33%. So like, you really can't attack them down the field. Um, at least you haven't been since last year. And so it shouldn't come as a surprise that like they also have the fourth lowest opponent average depth of target. So really we have another defense that just funnels targets to the short, you know, area of the field. And that of course is where Cooper cup shines. Um, we've seen Robert Woods, his route tree has been extended a little bit with Matthew Stafford, which is what we expected. Um, it hasn't really been the same for Cooper cup. His ADA is up, but it's still only eight yards. It's the lowest of the three receivers. Um, and the Cardinals just really invite teams to attack them with short yardage targets. Um, and those typically come from the slot um, which has been the case for Arizona as well uh, since the start started last year. Um, slot targets have been, or slot receivers have been targeted on 20% of their routes versus the Cardinals, which is up 10% versus the league average. Um, so, of course, we've got Cup running short routes from the slot, and then these are just kind of flavor stats, but it just keeps adding to this ridiculous matchup here. The Cardinals have allowed the fifth most yards after the catch uh, since the start of 2020. And they've also been the worst tackling team in the NFL. Uh, they missed 16% of their tackle attempts. And Cup leads the NFL in both yards after the catch <laughs> and broken tackles <laughs> since 2020. And it doesn't stop there. The Cardinals also use man coverage, one of the highest rates in the NFL. Um, they were second last year. They're eighth so far in 2021. And, of course, Cooper Cup has been dominant versus man coverage. Um, he's like We've seen Robert Woods and Tyler Higbee and the running backs all be targeted at a higher rate versus zone, whereas Cup has been the one who's clearly seen his numbers Rise versus man coverage. He's been targeted on 32% of his routes versus man coverage. So, I mean, the stars are lying for another massive Cooper Cup week. I mean, maybe Arizona will just do everything they can to stop him because of what we've seen the last few weeks. But just given how, a look at how they play defense, I, just, I don't know if they really have much of a chance to stop him. I think we're probably just going to see another massive week here.
0: And for those of you watching and wondering, in case you don't know, I mention it every time. <laughs> Jacob is recovering from a broken back. That's why he is laying down as we do this, and we appreciate it. Uh, good stuff from Jacob Gibbs. So, everybody, start Cooper Cup. But in all seriousness, that's a really cool stat. Maybe you play him in DFS because maybe people like me will fade him because he, we think he's just too expensive. But we could be wrong about that after all. For Jacob, I am Adam. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you tomorrow with a news update on Fantasy Football Today in 5.